hear, scream, buy about. Head to VividSeats.com for terms and conditions. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. As Michael Irvin said, you don't know anything about the Dallas Cowboys. They ain't going to go undefeated like the Miami Dolphins if they cut back the penalties. Now look, look, NFL <laughs> football. <laughs> you got to know about the National Football <laughs> League. We got a team in Jerry's world. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hour number two, we are live at Brother Martin High School. Scott Craig, Chef Scotty, class of 80. Gus Kattengill with you, class of 94. We'll be speaking with head coach Mark Bonis here in a matter of seconds. But again, if you're just joining us, yes, uh, trying to get more information, obviously, from people that are posting. But per Nick Underhill, New Orleans, that football Saints starting safety. Marcus May arrested this morning for aggravated assault with a firearm. They're already pushing back a case of a DUI from February to 2021. So that is absolutely something to keep an eye on as uh, the hours and now the day progresses here in the afternoon. Uh, coming up this hour, we're going to speak with Tulane head, uh, not Tulane head football coach, Tulane color analyst Steve Barrios entering his 40th season, by the way, 40th season. As a uh, color for Tulane football, so he's he's seen a lot, uh, including like... my 13 years on the sideline with him there. So we'll chat with him. Ben Heisler, fantasy football expert, is going to be joining us um, here as well in a little bit at 1:30, and Lee Sterling at 2:30. Coach Barry Abear is going to join us at the top of two o'clock hour. But to kick things off here in hour number two, head football coach Mark Bonice. How are you, sir? Oh, very well. Thank you for having me. You know, it's interesting, Mom. We, we walked into the mall, and Scott's like, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm like, you probably look refreshed or as refreshed as you're going to be because the season hasn't started just yet, <laughs> and it's the, 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 the direct opposite. How you feeling, though, man? Oh, yeah, we're just, I'm just ready for uh, for, for the, the game you know, game to start. You know, there's been a lot of preparation with our guys, with our coaches. Uh, it's a long off offseason. Uh, we're just we're excited about tomorrow night. Obviously, so much uh, in this area, prep football is so big talent-wise, recruiting yes. and all that aspect of it. But I feel like I know, even though I don't know you nearly as much, not just because of your position. How's your family doing? I, I feel like I follow your family <laughs> and a lot of others, too, as well, man. It, it, it's an inspirational story and really how you guys are. It really, honestly, is we love to check in on you. My wife always checks in on the Facebook page. So how is everybody? Everybody's doing well. Everybody's just busy. Uh, <laughs> the, the person you need to talk to is my wife. Right. She, she knows more about what's going on because during football season, I'm not really home a whole bunch, but... Uh, you know, oh. I, I kind of I, I find out like you guys on updates on Facebook what's going on. You know, or, I just I just do what I'm told. <laughs> that's right. But that's, that's your right. He told me that, 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 that was his advice. Just listen, yeah. say yes. Yeah, yeah. No, but but everybody's doing well. Um, you know, uh, my, my my girls are involved in sports. They're uh, right now in the middle of uh, softball season as well as volleyball season. Uh, my son just recently started school, uh, so he's there three three days a week. Right. Uh, so it's uh, it's everything's going well. Just uh, just taking things a day at a time. So are you ready for this season? I'm ready. Some difference and some changes, right? I know since I've been here, the Catholic League's changed here as well. No, no longer Shaw, no De La Salle, things of that nature. But 
Now, Carr, even though I call them Carver during the break, because my son's on my mind right now, but Carr joining the Catholic League. It's great. I mean, it, it really is. It makes the league that much better. Um, their success speaks for itself, and it just makes everybody in the district that much better. You have to prepare um, for another great football team. Uh, so we're really excited about it. We're just... Right now, kind of interested to see what's gonna what's gonna happen with the playoffs. Uh, we're waiting to see who's gonna be select, non-select schools, um, and then obviously how the playoffs are gonna be set up. Mark, that's changed obviously since I was here, ninety to ninety-four. You, you, everyone went to the dome, and sure. everyone was in the playoffs. I legitimately thank God, you know, uh, Ed Daniels is a buddy of mine and does a Friday night football show because I'm always asking who's in what. It gets right. confusing a bit. It can be. Does it need to be that confusing? I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I just, no, I just uh, you get what I'm getting at. We will be like, select, right, Mark? We we are yeah. select. Yeah. Yes, for me, uh, it's I just want to have as many teams mm-hmm. in the playoffs as possible. Whatever that means. Um, that's you know who's Why? select, who's non-select. Um, for me, for me, there's nothing like a Friday night in the playoffs and having your guys be able to go to as, as, as many different places as possible. I remember when I was playing, that was, I mean, that was phenomenal. Yeah. You know, going, and, going on the road to Karen Crow or going on the road to Central Lafourche. When you go to those places, uh, when I was in high school, and town would shut down, you know, and, yeah. and, and for you to be playing in front of 10 to 15,000 people in an environment you've never been before, that's just phenomenal. Um, and then it, it, it's it, the other thing is that, Man, it's tough sitting there. You know, I think we've seen Rummel six times in the last three years or something along those lines, or you see Jesuit four, four times in the last two years. That's tough, you know, and I don't think that's, you know, that's our, our kids aren't um, experiencing all, the, all those things that they should be experiencing in high school sports. You know, I, I don't like the playoff system right now. I think, you know, it seems like everybody makes the playoffs, and I, I think – You've got to earn your way into the sure. playoffs. You don't just get a playoff berth to play a game, you know. And and the way it's set up, um, like we had to play Jesuit again. It was right. like the third time, and that's happened. Or John Curtis. I mean, that's happened so many times in the last several years. Sure. And you know, I like it the way it used to be. Yeah, you no know? doubt. I mean, we were playing Bonneville, and you know, we, it, but you had to win your district. Yeah. We either had. To, Back then, I think you had to win the district. Right. There weren't a wild card. Right. But I think there should be two teams. Uh, you know, you, you win the district or there's a wild card or maybe even a second wild card. Sure. But that's it. I, I, I love, I think when things were together and the, the district champions uh, were in, you know, made it to playoffs and then the power rating system. I think the power rating system is great. Okay. Hey, the top 32 teams go uh, based on scheduling, based on how, you know, how they perform. Uh, I think this, I'm hoping... That the step that we that that we take, I think it's September seventh, will somewhat lead to how things used to be. I'm hoping, you know, and okay. I think that's, uh, you know, so, um, you know, I I can't say thank you enough to LHSA for that. Uh, we're really hoping, you know, everything works out and this leads into um, things coming back together in the future. Speaking with head football coach Mark Bonis here at Brother Martin, sir. Uh, I got a text here. I got, sure. I got to ask about an offensive lineman. Apparently, Brett Guillory sounds yes. familiar. Yes, yes. Uh, ask Coach Bonice about the O line. Apparently, my my buddy Pedro, niece uh, Alyssa is the boyfriend. So we gotta we gotta find out how Brett's doing. How uh, he's doing? He's doing absolutely. <laughs> he's doing great. He's uh, one of two returning starters. Uh, expecting him. I mean, he was a he was a captain for us last week uh, in the in the Jamboree. So we're expecting him to be a leader for us. Um, and we're expecting our offensive line to have another great year. Coach Zarang coaches the offensive line. Uh, along with uh, Coach Green, who who helps with the offensive line uh, and tight ends, and then Coach Mark Sonji is also helping with the offensive line as well. He's back. Uh, he's back. I so we're excited it. to have him. And uh, you know, our offensive line is always prepared. They they are very very important for our success year in year out. Just like any team, you know, it's, it's extremely important for what we do, and we're ex- we're expecting big things out of those guys. So I think we have I think we have ten or eleven guys that are in rotation. Uh, which is how we approach things. We've always approached things that way. So even when you graduate guys like we did last year or the year previous, you're not starting from scratch. You lost an offensive lineman against Bird last year. Yes. And had to play Jesuit without him. Yes. And it made a big difference. Big difference. Big, big difference. Yeah. We went from a guy who um, is a Division One football player, you know, 300-plus pounds. Where and, did he go? Um, he's at ULM. Uh-huh. And then I'm um, having to replace a person in a week and, and put a smaller guy in that's – you know, less experience. Sure. It hurt, but hey, that's part of the game, yeah, you know, right. but that's why it's important or we feel it's important to prepare as many guys possible. Like I said, right now, 
10 to 11 guys are working for that rotation um, that will play. They will play, play significant time, you know, this year in the offensive it's line. It's crazy. You mentioned uh, Coach Bonesy. Yeah, Carr Curtis is in the division. <laughs> and yet I, I felt like last year, and I mean this respectfully, I was like disappointing I, in terms yeah. of, man, I, you guys had a team. Yeah, and, we, did. Know, to, to, we did. To win a state title. And, and that, is that the expectation level now here, Brother Martin? And I say expectation level, meaning that that's the kind of program well, you want to be in yeah, the talks I mean, or feeling. Does that make sense? I, I, it does, and I would say that's what we expect. So I was I mean, just happy to be just with you. you no, know, I, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, this is this speaks a lot for our institution. Speaks a lot for and this is the most important part. The people, our players, our past players that have laid the foundation for this, uh, for where we are. Five of the last eight years, we've been to the semifinals. Right. You know, and so. Hey, I'm that sure uh, yeah, yeah, we, ha- we have to take that next step. I mean, that's that's what we're pushing for. That's the ultimate goal. Um, and and look, there's any time you get there, there's got to be a little bit of luck that goes your way. But that's our expectation, you know. So I, I did play by play for women's basketball. Well, I do. I'm going to like my 13th season here. And for a while, UConn was in that league. And I remember talking to Coach Stockton about. It. I'm like, man, it stinks. You're never going to win the conference to do that. She's like, no, you have to get better. Yeah. And you've seen women's basketball more teams, right? South Carolina, all these right. other teams. When you have Catholic that you may have to face, you have Curtis in there, cars coming in. Is it similarly like that? You just, you're going to have to match that and it makes the competition all the way around. Yeah, I mean, if, if you looked at the way, or if you look at the way we've scheduled over the years, and I would say really since the beginning of when I, you know, when I took over as head coach, we're always scheduling tough. Uh, for me, that's, you know, uh, we want to schedule as tough as possible, and the goal is to be playing your best football at the end of the season. So we're going to continue to challenge ourselves um, and play the best teams that we can. And, um, you know, people give me a hard time to always talk about it. That's a part That's a part of our process. You know, every day, you know, we come to work, we want to get better, and we're going to challenge ourselves from week to week. I'm going to ask you about what you think the team can do this year, and obviously in conference, but I always marvel at the state. Right. Of football in the state of Louisiana, sure. just so many good teams and, and so many good storylines. Are we going to have another 2022 kind of like the last couple of years where I feel like man, I mean, I mean, that, that, I mean those championship the ex- games yeah, that, are incredible. That's the expectation. I mean, it's uh, I, I can't tell you. I, I really don't know about um, the teams that we're playing in the future. I can tell you about Madison Prep. I can tell you about us. Um, the expectation uh, is to have a lot of success this year. We return. We, we I believe this. We should have the best defensive front. In the area, we have a whole bunch of guys on our defensive line and our linebacker spot. They'll be four-year starters for us. Um, we have an inexperienced secondary, um, but it's a very skilled secondary. And when I say inexperienced, we moved a couple guys from different positions there, so they have don't have a whole bunch of reps, you know, live game reps. Um, but they are extremely athletic. We're excited there. And then offensively, the question mark is the offensive line because you graduated so many offensive linemen last year, but. We expect our guys um, to be great this year. I mean, that's we have a standard. We, you know, we have a standard of excellence that we demand out of our players. Um, obviously, you lose Garrett Mamahad, who's twenty-two and five. You know, as a starter here, um, he means the he meant the world to us. He, he was a winner, uh, but now replacing him is is Clayton Leonardo, and and Clayton Leonardo uh, has a ton, a ton of talent. A uh, ton of potential. He's got Division One caliber ability. He's already been offered, so we moved him last year because we, we didn't want him on the sideline, you know. So we moved him last year to, uh, to the receiver spot. He played to make sure a tight end receiver was a near a thousand yard receiver, earned college scholarships as a receiver. Um, so huh. from a, from an athletic standpoint, he is he's a phenomenal player. And from arm strength, right now, if you'd go outside, warm warm up, take one step and throw, he's throwing the ball sixty to sixty five yards. I mean, he has wow. phenomenal arm strength. So he's going to be a senior. Yeah. Um, so, but he has taken um, uh, important reps throughout the years. He start he he's taken reps um, in games and big games right. as a freshman, sophomore, and then last year as a junior took some re- started two games for us uh, when Garrett went down uh, was two and zero as a starter. And uh, so we're expecting big things out of him. Got a question from Jack for Coach. You being a Jesuit grad, it's Jesuit the team you look forward to playing the most in the Catholic League. Is it Carnell that you get to? You look much better in crimson, by the way. Just letting it <laughs> I don't, you know, I, you know, people ask that question, uh, que- that question all the time. I, I, honestly, yeah. it's it's that team that you're playing. I mean, it's you can't sit there and look. You know, you can't get up too high or too low sure. for you know for a game because with that schedule and that district. It, you can't look past anybody, you, and you can't, you know, you, you can't get too excited after a win. And then, hey, if you, if you lose a game, you better get your butt back up because you're going to be challenged next week. So it's, it's. I know it sounds like coach speak, but the most important game, the one you look forward to, is the one you're playing next. It's it's a long time. That last game, 
when you don't win yeah. to that first game to it start is. the new season. Madison Prep, 7 o'clock at Tad Gormley. i got to imagine you're pumped. You're ready. We're ready. Yeah, we're, we're excited. We're excited. I'm, I'm just uh, I'm excited for our young men. I mean, it's it's for them to do what we ask them to do. I mean, these, yeah. these guys, I mean, it's the sport's a little bit different than other sports. I mean, you're preparing year-round to potentially play – 10 regular season games and then whatever the playoffs wind up sure. being. It's not a whole bunch of games, right. you know, for you to sit there and prepare a whole calendar year for. So, like we always tell them, just make the most and enjoy every opportunity that you have. So, we're excited about our first opportunity. Head football coach, Mark Boney, as always, man, appreciate yeah, thanks, the time. Mark. Thank you for stopping by a little bit. Get out there and practice and get a win. Oh, thank luck. you so much for having and, me. And I'll, I'll do the jazz. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's for y'all. That, that's, that's for you guys. That's what the media does. That's right? right. That's what coaches say, right? Media created stories and yeah, things but I, I'll tell I you this. It's, <laughs> I, I mean that. You know, there's, there's no, for me, every game sure, is I, a big game. It is because you have to win them all. Yes, you have to. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. He's been here forever you don't care about playing <laughs> you do of course <laughs> you see his face gets yes. serious yes. all right quick break we come back steve barrios entering his 40th season as the color analyst for the two-lane greenway we'll chat with him as they kick off against umass on saturday football is here people it is september 1st the sports hangover in your home for pelicans basketball espn new orleans higher and higher baby it's a living thing FanDuel wants you to be ready for game day when college football kicks off this week. Right now, new customers could get $150 in free bets guaranteed for week one. Just place a $5 bet and you could get $150 in free bets if you win or lose. I like Oregon to cover 17.5 points against a young Georgia team. I like Ohio State to cover a 15.5 point victory over Notre Dame. And I also like Ohio State as a sleeper pick to win the national championship. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot. The app is so easy to use, they're always hooking you up with great odds, and when you win, you'll get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel app today and sign up with promo code KLRZ and place a $5 bet to get $150 in free bets guaranteed to kick off the college football season. That's promo code KLRZ. Must be 21 and over in President Louisiana. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. Your brand and logo matters. In over 25 years, Faux Pas Prints has helped companies and organizations stand out from the crowd. Faux Pas Prints has t-shirts, caps, jackets, and all of your uniform and apparel needs. They can even put your logo on any and all promotional items. Drinkware, huggies, pens, bags, tents, banners, and even our exclusive keychains. Faux Pas Prints has an in-house heart department and all state-of-the-art equipment. Branding sets a company apart, and Faux Pas Prints can help. Visit the large battery showroom under the big red t-shirt sign or online at fauxpasprints.com. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hi, welcome back to Tulane Greenway. Kick off another season here. We spoke with head coach Willie Fritz back on Tuesday. He's part of our head coaching lineup, Mr. Scott Craig, that we like to have there. And um, I was excited to hear what he had to say because it's a new year. Anytime you finish 2-10... The next season is exciting. Right. Steve Berrios, I, I have lost track of how many seasons you have been on the air for the Tulane Greenway. Sorry, Hall of Famer, Steve Berrios. How are you, Steve? Good to hear from you, man. Hey, Steve. Doing great, Gus. Thanks so much for uh, having me on today. Yep, for sure. Um, 40 years. 40 years. Has it felt like 40 years, Steve? <laughs> In the booth? Well... You know, some of those, uh, some of those two and ten seasons, uh, from long ago and even kind of recently, yeah, it, 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 it kind of, kind of drags on, but, uh, but not really, you know, Gus, it, it's really flown by really quickly and, 
I really have to say that I've I really enjoyed, uh, you know, almost every season I've done. Steve, last year had to be tough, right? Uh, in terms of two and ten, and obviously in forty years, you've seen ups and downs. You've seen an undefeated season as well, and you've seen Tulane try to get back to, you know, postseason contention, winning six games, getting into bowls, and everything. What, what would you say is the program right now under Willie Fritz? Well, Gus, you know, um, I'll give you a little perspective, okay? Uh, I'm on yep. my seventh athletic director. I'm on my ninth play-by-play guy, and I'm on my 11th head coach. And of the 11 head coaches, I feel that Willie Fritz uh, is really, you know, the best coach that I've been associated with for the program. I think he's really come in and, and done a great job. He's changed the culture and philosophy of uh, coaching here at Tulane. I think last year was just a very difficult season uh, with the evacuation, and the schedule was brutal. Michael Pratt was banged up early in the year, never really recovered. But uh, I really feel good about this year. I think Coach Fritz took a, a, a big step last year, and he brought in, you know, five, uh, five or six brand-new coaches. He you know, brought in a new offensive coordinator. So uh, I'm really excited about this year and about the prospects of Tulane football. And, and I, I think a lot of that too, Steve, and that's why you were bringing up the perspective. I mean, Scott, when you start hearing that many athletic directors, coaches, Steve, I, I think stability is a key, right? And I know coaches had a couple of extensions here as well, but to be able to sort of have that voice, that's consistent and, and, and allow programs to build. And I get it. Different programs have different expectation levels, right? At some power five schools, Steve, 10 wins isn't enough, right? You have to win championships, but you're trying to be consistent and stable. And I think that's something that I would agree with you that I think Willie has brought. Yeah, he really has. You know, uh, people, you know, because of last year, which was such a, a disappointing season, but it was such a, uh, dramatic season and such a unique season because of the hurricane and everything but the coach fritz was the first coach in uh, tulane history to take a tulane football team to three consecutive bowl games he won two of the three so you know that that was not an easy feat and something that i think a lot of people have have maybe even forgotten or overlooked but it, it, it to me it was a great accomplishment for coach fritz Speaking with Steve Berrios, entering his 40th season as the color commentator for the Tulane Green Wave. They kick off against UMass here as well. So I want to just kind of focus a little bit on that there as well because it was interesting to hear the perspective of everything you went on. Do you have anything else when it comes to those 40 years? Because sometimes when we look back at things like price of gas, gallon of milk, right. uh, <laughs> college football has changed, right, Steve? Because while you were a receiver, like – we had UT Joe call earlier, and he's, he said 500 yards receiving one enough for Boutte and things of that nature. When you were a receiver at Tulane, what was good season by a receiver in college football? Because it wasn't about nearly about as much passing, right? It was probably 500. No, it, it really wasn't, Gus. In fact, I, uh, you know, I, I, I set a, uh, I set a record, uh, my, uh, my junior year at Tulane. Uh, for yards per catch in the season at 25, 25 yards per catch. And, uh, but wow. that was, that was only on, I think, maybe 20 or 21 catches. You know, the philosophy right. back then, Still a lot. uh, was, uh, when it was third and short, we ran the ball. When it was third and long, we ran the ball. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, it has changed dramatically. Um, and, uh, I, I'm just, you know, glad that I was a part of uh, what I thought was a rebuilding program at Tulane. I came in as a freshman in 68, 1970. We went to the Liberty Bowl under Jim Pittman for a heavily favored underdog to uh, Colorado. Right. We upset them in the Liberty Bowl. So, uh, and I think that set the stage to bring in the, uh, the 73 class. That was the first Tulane Team that beat LSU in 25 years. So I feel pretty proud to be a part of all that. And, you know, I was inducted into the Tulane Hall of Fame in 2000. So I'm very grateful to Tulane for the opportunity that I had to, to go there on a football scholarship. 
I'll say this. I, I enjoyed, Scott, I was there, what, 13 did, years did or something like that? Did you play with Steve Foley? No, I did, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Did you play with Steve Foley and Terry Looney and those guys? No, you see, in I the early seven. When I was Tulane in '68, freshmen freshmen could not play on the varsity. So uh, right. Steve, Steve Foley, Charlie Charlie Hall, Mark Oliveri, those guys came in as freshmen in, in 1971. So, uh, and, and of course, those were the guys that were responsible for the the upset of LSU in 1973. So technically, you know, we did not really play together, but they were there as freshmen when I was a senior. Tell you what, one of the things that was interesting, uh, Steve. Obviously, what thirteen? I lost track of uh, how many I was on the sideline, sir. I enjoyed um, not only getting that football insight from you as well, but still seeing the the agony and the joy, right, per <laughs> the call and everything. Is that something as you enter? This season, that, that that's still you. You're still going to get excited when Corey calls a touchdown, and and I, I can still hear that sigh. Oh, when something yeah. doesn't happen, <laughs> you know, Gus. We, you know, we're only human, and when when you bleed sure. green, it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to stay 100 percent objective. Uh, you know, one thing I told Corey last year when we were in the midst of that uh, that losing streak is that you know. One of the things we have to do as broadcasters is that we have we have to be truthful without being critical. Okay, so so anyway, that that's part of our professionalism as broadcasters. I got you. Well, when you and Maddie do the pregame, I got something for you. Ready? Not that you already haven't handwritten it because he does. He does his notes handwritten. You know, we have the iPad. Steve like still, <laughs> Steve still, Steve. Um, I got you. Ready, Steve? Here it is. Here it is. All right. Keep, keep, keep the quarterback. Upright, not bleeding, and if Michael Pratt can keep his appendages to himself this season, Tulane may win some games, man. I felt like every single time they showed him on TV, somebody part was either gashed or bleeding, and that hurts your chances to win when your quarterback is literally bandaged by the series. Yeah, it, it really does. You know, Michael is uh, he's 100% healthy. You know, you got to give a lot of credit to Michael Pratt. He's on, he's on his third offensive coordinator in three years. All right, Will Hall was here when he started as a freshman. Chip Long was here last year for that disastrous season, and now uh, Jim Swoboda has come in. And Gus, I can honestly say that I've seen such a positive transformation in the entire offense with this coaching change that Coach Fritz has made. So I've been there for spring practice, and I've been to almost all of the uh, fall practices, and it's really uh, phenomenal to see the enthusiasm and the, uh, you know, just the emotion that the team is displaying under this new coaching staff. All right, so expectation levels this year. I know it was interesting because you got to six, and I know Willie Fritz said that's no longer the expectation levels. You heard players saying that steve realistically do you think this team can at the very least go bowling this year it does help to start at home a couple of times yeah i really i really think they do you know guys i think realistically i'm hoping the team could be at least you know three and one after the first four if we could we could go to kansas state and knock those guys off and be four no that would be phenomenal but uh you know, I, I'm looking. I'm looking realistically for a you know six to eight win season this year from Tulane. So I think that would be such a dramatic turnaround for what happened last year. All right, Steve Barrios, as always, I appreciate the time, sir. Season number forty. I will not ask you who's better, Corey or the Graph, because they're each. You know, they're going to say the Graph, and then Graph's going to then text me. I told you I was the. I just, you know how it is. No, I'm only saying that. Steve, because he's listening to you. So uh, he says good luck on another successful season, man. So he's listening. All right, Gus. Thanks so much. And, uh, you know, it was yeah, good great to be part of that broadcast for uh, at least 10-plus years. Uh, you know, uh, so we miss you. But Maddie's a lot better looking, okay? Well, I mean, I don't disagree with you. you I've know? been and telling just, you that, I, bro. Look, I mean, it was just all those years on the graph. I couldn't do it anymore. You know, I needed a break. It was it. It was it. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I look, uh, look forward to seeing you soon, buddy. 
Okay, man. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Steve Barrios, color analyst of your Tulane Green Wave. He, Corey Glore, and Matty Hudak will have the games on yeah, the Tulane I, Sports Radio. I Network. think they're in really good hands with Willie Fritz. I do. I like him too. I mean, it's and it's absolutely crazy yeah. how many coaching changes. What's, what's crazy here? We got about thirty seconds, then we go to break. Uh, one of the things that was interesting, Todd told me, um, he took Steve to, to dinner to kind of celebrate this as well, and he he went through like all he had all the. All the play-by-plays, you know, Bertha a lot. Sean Kelly was there. Graf was there. Corey was there. I mean, it's crazy when you hear Steve talk about the amount of play-by-plays, head coaches, offensive coordinators. Forty yeah. years, man. Forty. I'm forty-six to give you an idea. He's seen a lot. And, so you know, I know he played a long time ago, but I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was in the late Hall 70s, of Famer. I guess not. Yeah, I mean, you know, does does Bert Martin have a uh, alumnus Hall of Fame or anything? I'm, I'm not that I'm asking for myself. I'm just you know. And you want the Golden Crusaders? Where's, where's Mr. Ryan Gallagher, man. the principal? I forgot to ask him if there's like I don't know. Is it is, is a, it's a bench over there? We could maybe put a little plaque above it. You yeah, think? Cat and Gill bench. Take a quick break. We come back. Ben Heisler will join us. Plus, I'll give you a, uh, an update here. The attorney for Marcus May has responded as JPSO has put out a, uh, a statement as well, a report that the Saint safety Marcus May was arrested after road rage, the incident involving a gun, as uh, Nick Underhill was first to report that, arrested on counts of aggravated assault, player, but also the attorney says, quote, Marcus vehemently denies the allegation from a motor vehicle incident and looks forward to defending himself with when all the facts come out. Quick break, Ben Heisler next on ESPN New Orleans. Even with the convenience of Uber and Lyft, king-sized accidents can happen in a rideshare. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced in handling rideshare accidents and will fight for a king-sized recovery for your injuries. Get the royal treatment you deserve at The King Firm. At The King Firm, we treat every client like royalty. If you've been injured in a rideshare crash, ring The King at 909-KING. LA20-11132. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were laying on the horn while driving, let me say it again. Are you a race car driver? Because if you are, you're in the wrong car and you took a wrong turn off the track a while ago. And all those cars you're trying to pass all save money with Progressive Snapshot. While you probably don't. So, who's really winning? <clears throat> and if you did hear it the first time, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. The Labor Day event from Dell Technologies is here. End the summer strong by starting up the pursuit of your passions. This fresh season begins with up to $300 off top-rated laptops like the XPS computers, taking performance to the next level with 12th Gen Intel Core processors. It's time to bring what's in your mind out to the world. What's next for you? Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. Once again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. It's the way to follow our fantasy and betting expert here on ESPN New Orleans. He is the managing editor for BetSided. Ben, I literally have been asked by three people in the last, I don't know, Day, mm-hmm. when am I having my fantasy football draft? I might want to get on that, man. I may, may, may want to want to get on that. I got a good team. You might want to figure something out. The good news is that you got what a week till the first game of the season, so 
seven days to pull it off. I, I think you're more capable. I think you can do it. Well, look, I, look. here's the thing. It doesn't matter when I host it be, or have it because, well, first off, Jordan's gone, so now i got to find a new commissioner, and I, that's another job i got to oh, do, Ben. You know, and quite but. frankly, I'm just going to uh, – no, I'm not auto-pick. I, here's the thing. It makes me happy when I uh, come to you next week after I draft and tell you I drafted quarterback first. <laughs> Listen, I, I can only do so much. <laughs> like, I, I can't – I can't run through the computer to try to move your hand away from the ballot. Yeah. Selecting I can't. It's just Patrick oh. Mahomes, number three yeah. overall. Like you're probably a couple beers in at that point. Like I, there's only so much I can do. God, I got my quarterback and like my fourth or yeah, fifth pick. Well, first off, Scott, you know, went against every New Orleanians identity here. You, you, you drafted Kyle Pitts. Like, you drafted a Falcon. I mean, I, I, you can't do that. Now, that said, and in that game, while it disgusts me, is that a good move for him to draft Kyle Pitts at tight end? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen uh, him <laughs> have their roster? Right. He's yeah. all they have. Quite, quite a bit. Like, tight ends in their rookie year are, are usually tough to, to try to figure out what that offense is going to look like. There's, there's, there's so many different schemes that they have to, to get involved with. It. This is you know, primarily you know, that receiving threat in Florida, and he had some massive games in his rookie year, and then you know, kind of fell off a little bit in the fantasy playoffs, but he's, he's probably the tight end three on my board this year, following Travis Kelsey and, and Mark Andrews. Right. Um, somebody that should likely lead the Falcons in receptions this year, and you know, Mariota has always thrown to, to tight ends before in the past. If Ritter eventually takes over, that's another familiar target for him. I I think Kyle Pitts is in line for a terrific year in particular because the Falcons are probably going to be playing behind from a, from a lot this year. When you look at, obviously, I know we, we touched on tight end and, and running back and some of those other aspects of it here, but now, now that the you know, you're going to be drafting and you're going to be making those moves here, I don't know. Do you even think about, I guess, defense? How much does that sort of come in? You know, defense, kickers, in, in leagues sometimes where, you know, the, the, Ben, the difference of five points, you know, seven points could be the difference between a win or not. I suppose to me, I, I look at defense and, and kickers as, you know, matchup oriented. I mean, you can even make an argument too that, you know, quarterbacks can be kind of the same thing. So much of this is matchup oriented. Um, you know, somebody like Matt Ryan might be sitting on the on the waiver wire. You know, heading into you know an easy week one matchup. I think they play the Texans this year. So maybe you stream Matt Ryan for a week. Um, in right. a very advantageous matchup for the Colts. You know, he's likely to throw for 300 yards. You get to that bonus there. A couple of touchdowns um, you know, versus somebody that's going in and is playing a top five defense that week. Um, I, I really look at defenses and kickers, especially as a week-to-week type thing. If you if you get a great one, then, then you, you kind of luck out. I think it's more variance than anything else. It's, it's more easily projectable based off the matchups than based off the entire year. Scott, you have any fantasy football questions? Who to start? Who to go? I mean, you already made your draft. Who's your quarterback? No. Um, uh, uh, Jackson. Um, and I, I got him like. Fourth or fifth. Wow. And I think so you got Lamar I, I Jackson I, in the fourth or fifth round. Is that about accurate when I start looking at quarterback if I actually do it the right way? Yeah. I, I mean, if you get yeah. Jackson in the fourth round, he's my number you know, two fantasy quarterback this year. I think that's that's great value. I I traditionally like to wait until the fifth round because I still think there's so much value on the board. Um, and you're starting yeah. to see more people reach on quarterback. So I'll, I'll go ahead and load up. Uh, with three down running backs or elite level wide receivers. That's what I did. Travis Kelsey's in the second round. You know, I'll go ahead and add him. I'm not going to look at him as the wide receiver one, but Lamar Jackson in the fourth round feels like a deal. I think, I think I took him in the fifth round because I took Pitts right before him. But I've got Kamara. I've got Jackson. I've got Kamara. I've got Devontae Adams. I've got Devontae Smith. And I took Alave, you know. I I think they're going to throw the ball to Alave a lot, and if that doesn't work it's out, I've got plenty of backups. Drafting a Falcon—that's the way it was there. But, um, no, okay. I did not. Especially I, I when it's one hundred twenty-five bucks. I think about the <laughs> right. runs that he's going to be, you know, expected right. to run this year, right? Like, 
easier, easier deep threat down the field. They, they have guys with, with some burners, like Traquan's still hanging around. I, I don't think they, they count rid of him as far as I know, but, you know, Olave provides, you know, all sorts of different dimensions in this offense, and, you know, if Michael Thomas is still in there, they're likely trying to, to use him in the middle of the slot. Uh, you know, Olave spread out wide. Winston's going to take some deep shots. I, I think he's in line for, you know, probably 50, 60 catches, maybe 750 yards or so. That's right around where his problem numbers are. I think depending on where you draft him, he could be in line for a very solid rookie year. Speaking with Ben Heiss, who will be joining us on Thursday's Fantasy Football Questions, amongst other things. College football coming up here as well, sir. Uh, three top 25 games up tonight. I'll ask you about that. But just one final thing when it comes to fantasy. When you look at this, look, injuries matter. And and obviously, uh, we got to report that obviously uh, James Hurst is going to be healthy. Because, look, if you don't have a left tackle or starting left tackle, that may hurt Winston, Kamara, and all of that. Yeah. Who's Who, fantasy-wise, do you think injuries have hurt the most? This preseason or injury wise, if that makes sense to you, like, I, like Dak Prescott, right? Not having a line over there. Brady losing to offensive linemen. I gotta imagine that, that should or likely could affect them. I, I, it absolutely does. The, the numbers for Ezekiel Elliott, for example, without Tyron Smith, uh, go down by about 15 rushing yards per game. You know, on average per run, it's not much. Maybe it's, you know, 0.4 yards, but that adds up over the course of the game. And that adds up throughout the length of the season. And with Smith not likely coming back until the beginning of December, yeah, that, that, that's a concern for, for somebody like Elliott, who's more likely to go between the tackles as opposed to somebody like Tony Pollard, who you can kind of use all over the field. I, I think for Prescott, you know, his numbers still are, are pretty good, even without Smith, although you, you hate to lose anybody that's going to be protecting your blind side. I, I do have some concerns about Tom Brady. Uh, not that he's not going to go out and... and you know, have a, a winning season and, and play well in his likely final year in the NFL. But um, he gets the ball out quick. But having that sense of comfort that he had the last few years, knowing that if he needs to stay in the pocket quick for you know one of his talented wide receivers to open up, he's been able to do that. This year, it's going to be kind of reminiscent, I think, of, of the last few years in New England, where yeah, he's going to have more more weapons at the wide receiver spot, but it's Nobody's given him time to throw. Uh, that, that could be an issue, especially in the early portion of the season. So I, I have Brady probably, yo, quarterback nine, eight, ten yeah. this year. You know, I, he, he led the, he's the a NFL. And, and, yeah, but I mean, he's still, right. he's still a legend and he's still at the NFL in passing yards. He's going to go at age 44. So I, I, he's just, I, there's just, too many variables, I think, in play right now with Tampa Bay. I'd rather take a chance on on somebody like Trey Lance uh, in that spot where I know I'm going to get plenty of rushing volume in an offense that's, that's set up well for him. Um, you know, Prescott, I, I'm not as concerned about the injury. Burrow is still going around uh, areas where Tom Brady has been drafted, and, and I know that right. there's some regression expected for the Bengals. So, yeah, Brady's probably a, a stay-away candidate for me, even in a bad division. Mm, interesting to put it that way. Ben? Obviously, work for BetSided. Sir, so let's get to the three top 25 games that are going on tonight. Central Michigan and Oklahoma State. They got the Cowboys. 21 and a half point favorites. Who do you like here? Ooh, I, the, the Cowboys are one of those teams where I, I feel like every so often it's just they're, they're going to hang around or, or they're going to just sort of beat the snot out of you. It's probably a, you know, a stay away for me as, as far as I'm concerned. I, I will tell you, you know, I'm, I'm not the, the, the big college football guy over at Bedside. That, that belongs to our guy, Reed Wallace. But, um, you know, one of the more intriguing numbers, he, he's basically saying take Tennessee, um, bet him as much as the, the odds will basically give you uh, in their game against Ball State. Josh Heupel, who's their, uh, you know, offense, who's their new head coach, um, basically loves to run up the score. Uh, so I, I think you can go ahead and, and take Tennessee to, to cover really whatever number it is. Uh, he also likes West Virginia uh, in the, the backyard brawl at Pittsburgh tonight. Uh, has a bit of concerns with uh, Pat Narduzzi not having Kenny Pickett anymore. Uh, and then also Penn State-Purdue. Uh, the, the Boilermakers at home actually set up in a, a very nice trend, which is uh, home underdogs in week one. I know that Penn State's been really good against the spread in the month of September uh, under, under uh, James Franklin. 
But the Boilermakers mm-hmm. in this spot historically, as well as plenty of teams historically in Week 1, uh, tend to do really, really well. So, so look out for some of those home dogs uh, this week in Week 1. It's usually a very favorable trend. All right, and finally, for the Tiger fans listening here, as we're running out of time here, uh, Tigers and Knowles, what do we do there? I- I'm probably stacking Florida State, if we're being perfectly honest, because I just don't know what we're going to see out of Brian Kelly in week one. Like, there's just so many things that are kind of up in the air. You, you know eventually they're going to be really good. That's been his, his M.O., but Mike Norvell's mm-hmm. got it going in his third year, finally starting to recruit really well. Um, you know, the Seminoles are coming off of a 47-7 victory in week zero. Um, their rushing game was really good. Um, you know, the, the fact that it's a fairly close game, uh, three-and-a-half spread, you know, especially early on week one, standalone game, weird things tend to happen. The under, by the way, has gone nine and three in the last 12 games for Florida State. So probably either lean under 51-and-a-half or, or maybe take the points at three-and-a-half with Florida State, who I think is live in this game. All right, there you go. Ben Heisler, as always, appreciate the time here. Uh, thank you for the time. And, of course, what can people find over there on the website, sir? Yeah, everything you need for uh, week one in college football. A uh, ton of different previews. Got best bets for Thursday. I'll have another one coming up for tomorrow and Saturday. And, then, mm-hmm. of course, standalone games as well. Uh, NFL week one, we've already got a ton of prop information out, uh, as well as some early leans for the week. So, yeah, head on over at fansided.com slash bet-sided, uh, that's where you go. And uh, we got a couple new promo codes for anybody that's uh, ready to jump into the betting world ahead of the season. You can check that out, fansided.com slash bet-sided. Sounds awesome. Thank you, Ben. As always, appreciate the time. Thursday is one thirty. Got any fantasy football questions? Or, of course, what do you do? Where do you go when you look at games? Now's the time to do so. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it, Ben. You got it, guys. Take care. At Benny Heiss, H-E-I-S, is the way to follow over on Twitter. We have the police report from JPSO. I'll read that to you next. Dennis Allen has spoken. Practices wrapped up, as you would expect. Can't comment on what's going on, since it is, obviously, an investigation going on. We're live at Brother Martin High School's The Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. This the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. We had a great idea. We decided to give away a whole lot of jewelry. All seven of us agreed. Addie, Wesley, Caroline, Jackson, Julia, Wyatt, and Baby Amon. Our great jewelry giveaway got started when Grandpa Robert asked us, Do you kids have any suggestions about how to make people happy? We told him we had a great idea. Let's give away some jewelry. 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 And then Grandpa Robert said, What? We said, Let's Let's give give away away some some jewelry. jewelry. Grandpa Robert thought about it for a minute. Then he said, That sounds like a great idea. Come to Ramsey's any day from August 22nd to September 3rd. Ask, are any of the grandkids here today? And you'll get a beautiful Louisiana pendant, no strings attached. But it does come with a matching chain. August 22nd to September 3rd at Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers, the largest diamond store in Louisiana, on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. 
That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Brack, we're live at Brother Martin. Scott Craig, is that, a, is that a cheeseburger you're trying to finish there from um, the Tom and Gail Benson Mall area? The food's been picked up. You know, lunch has come and gone, sir. It's ice yeah. cold. I will say what's funny. When I told people that we were doing the show here, literally most of the texts that we got immediately were, Crispitos! And that's on Wednesday now, apparently. Uh-huh. It used to be Tuesday. Now it's Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And someone told me that there was a shortage of them. So now it's like every other Wednesday or something. Shortage of Crispitos. Can you tell people that have no idea what we're talking about? What exactly is a Crispito? We didn't have that when I was here. You don't, you don't know had, what a Crispito is? We had hamburgers. Okay. We had French fries. We didn't have very many options, guys. That's it? Hamburger and fries? That's all you had? And maybe hot dogs. Wow. And it wasn't much. Okay, can you help us out with what a Crispito is? He just can't really describe it. There we go. Here, put the headset on. So I don't even we think we had. On. I don't even think we had pizza when I was here. All right, tell everybody who we are. You locked up the uh, hamburgers. No. Uh, I'm Mr. Silver, one of the math teachers here. For oh, Martin. Martin. oh, math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the yeah. my favorite <laughs> subject. Four straight D's. Four well, straight D's. Well, I know you, you own. Katie's and Francesca, so you got to be pretty good with measurements. You, you're better at math yeah. than you think you are. Um, I'm good with bookkeeping numbers. Hey, that, that's <laughs> maybe more important. Yeah. But seriously, when I told people we were coming here, everyone was like, do Crispitos. And apparently now it's Wednesdays, not Tuesdays from when we were here. Yes. And there's a bit of shortage, so it's, it's like every other week now or something. Uh, they, they switch it up. So they do <laughs> Crispitos, and then they do like nachos or something. Oh, okay. So it's... In the same vein, probably taste the same, really. Right. Uh, is it like a taquito? Yes, it's like yeah, a taquito. Yeah, 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 it is. Okay. And it's ground it. beef, and then they top it with melted cheese mm-hmm. and or uh, chili. <laughs> so, and, uh, guys, yeah, how, how are the Crispitos here? Good. See? There yeah. it is. It's all about the Crispitos. Guys, Crispitos. I got a bone to pick with somebody over here. He's, got, he's showing me LeBron is the goat over here. <laughs> okay. Clearly, he's never listened to the show. I am yeah. all about Michael Jordan. Michael Thank Jordan. you. That's I mean, what I'm talking about. If you would have ever seen Kareem. Jordan play, you Kareem. wouldn't be thinking yeah, I'm that. Going okay. But, I mean, I'm, he's showing me LeBron's the goat on one of these little touch pads. I don't know if he's in my Wait, top Jordan's three. the goat. This is what we boys. had back in the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think LeBron's in my top ten. Yeah. Oh, not the top. I, you know. it, it's close. It's close. He's definitely top twenty. Well, he knows the numbers. He's a math teacher. Yeah, he knows yeah. numbers. You <laughs> gotta. It's it's an ever fluctuating list, right? <laughs> when, when he's not whining, Labubu is a good player. But, yeah, so. he's wearing Labubu sneakers over here. That's the kids were scamming on your your sneakers. They yeah. loving them. Yeah. Yeah. You should <laughs> so, see I have yellow ones like this too. Oh, no, nice. in all seriousness, like I just my brain clearly. I became a talk show host for radio. I right. math was just not my thing and, mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I, I was all excited when you could use like a scientific calculators and all that stuff. What, yeah. how, how is math now at a high school level with either tech or just really how you even um, teach it? I, I think it's only slightly more advanced as far as technologically speaking uh-huh. than it used to be. I mean, my kids have an assignment on the computer tonight, but generally it's from the book still. You know, it's probably the same as when you graduated in 93? 94. 94, yeah. and I was close, and it's probably... Close to 1980 over yeah. here. By the way, my they used like abacuses back then. The, yeah, you know, yeah. When, when yeah. Scott was here, they did you know little abacus. Or it was the the old ones that had the the roller on the back. Yes. The printed receipts. Yeah. Yes, you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Um, in all honesty, no. I was here too. So my freshman year, brother Anton, and mm-hmm. his he was he. I guess he loved word problems. I don't oh, know how yeah. to really put it. God. Yeah. I know kids hate it, but it's Somebody really shoot me. But it's my really brain doesn't terrible. Work. Could you help? Like if I, if you, I mean, obviously, my yeah. my kid's five. Yeah, I don't know if you'll still be here when he <laughs> But if he, like, how how can you train a brain to do that? Because I don't. Like well, I I can't get past <clears throat> sentence one when it's train A leaves at five, train B leaves at six. <laughs> they meet at noon. What time is it? What's the distance traveled? Like yeah. I'm like what? Well, first of all, you can't walk into it saying I hate word poems because <laughs> if if you do that, you're going to hate it, right? Gotcha. And then number two is, and this is on us, we have to make problems that are relevant. I mean, no kid cares 
whether trains are going to collide. So you use, yeah. like, LeBron yeah. taking on Michael yeah. Jordan. So that's what you okay. you got to make it important to the to the kids, right? Oh, oh, no. This guy here. Right where's Roy? Oh, yeah. I already questioned it. Don't so, worry. No. Where's so Roy? We, have, we, we, we refer to him as the villain on the show. Oh, okay, okay. Roy, Miami Dolphins super show. fan, a.k.a. the villain. He's going to text me here in a second. I'm Wait a minute, y'all. This guy, this guy goes to every Dolphin and he loves the Dolphins. That's all he does. What's your name? Peyton. Peyton the Dolphin lover. Peyton Peyton LeBron Dolphin fan. There it is. You guys start listening to the show and you listen to Roy. Look, this guy flies to Miami for every He just texts me nothing but like 15 Dolphin emojis. That's incredible. There we go. Y'all are going three and fourteen. You started something now. I mean, it's yeah, this is all. This is all next hour. I'm going to hear how the Saints are not going to win. The Dolphins and Tua's the most magnificent quarterback. In- oh, he never said that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, Peyton's like okay. We're good with Peyton then. Okay, because we always pick on Tua. Peyton's realistic. Peyton's so a realist. Problems. Back to word problems. Yeah. I still stink at him. Yeah. Um, it it takes practice. It's yeah. just like all the sports that we talk about. It takes so you, active practice, practice so right? Like you do it for fun. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, no, no. That's why we call it homework and not practice, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> That's good. How long you been here? Uh, this is my third year. Third year? Yeah. Yes. Are yes. you an alum? I am. Graduated in 09. Wow. Another uh, legend. I talked to, uh, to Mr. Gallagher about that, too. I mean, he said 43... Staff members. Yes, yeah. Or graduates. Is, is that a lot? I mean, it seems 45. like a lot. 45. 45. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess in the grand scheme, comparatively to other schools, it's probably a lot. But, I mean, it also speaks volumes to the kind of yeah. the draw. How many back. staff are here? Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, and it ain't money. It's, it's certainly not money. <laughs> 50, yeah. 60, 70. I mean, how many teachers? Um, I would say, oh, my gosh. You, teachers you know, I put here? I did. Spot, yeah. I did. Um, it's 120, probably, 130. Yeah, teachers. about 120, okay. 130. I got you. I just yeah. did honestly know. Is it that many? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. I didn't. You know, each department. And, yeah. And then they have some people that don't really teach, but they're right. in ad- admissions or administration. That sounds like a position for me. I can just kind of hang out and talk. Yeah. You know, wear yeah. the gear. I'm going to hang well, out in the here. kitchen one day. Do, do, is, <laughs> is there like a broadcast, you know, department and stuff? I could start it if you'd like. There, the you CSPN. Know, there we um, go. You can talk to Mr. Thibodeau, uh-huh. who he uh, he announces the games at Tad Gormley when we have the home games. Gotcha. And there's a few kids who video the games and stuff like that. And uh, some of the kids on there are really great. And you could probably be really something yeah. special to them if you I'm, wanted I'm to. I'm here. I'm serious. I, yeah. I I know, like, they did, like, the school newspaper and things that I did yeah, to when yeah, I was yeah. here. But, I, you know, if you guys ever want to advance that, it was, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works in New Orleans, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. Well, thanks for stopping by. And, uh, just make sure this one over here. Yeah. Michael Jordan stuff. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to <laughs> him. <laughs> well, again, it, it's Jordan hard to give him business because Scott's wearing LaBooBoo's. Yeah, so, yeah. LaBooBoo's. Yeah. Hopefully they're very comfortable. Thank you, Mr. Silver. Appreciate <laughs> the time. Yep, for sure. Okay, you, so let's get to the news at hand. And, you know, eh, it is what it is. But um, so Marcus May was arrested. Uh, earlier this morning, Sheriff Joseph Lapinto, JPSO, has released a statement saying that they arrested Marcus May after conducting an investigation into a road rage incident that occurred Monday morning or Monday in Metairie. May was arrested this morning on a warrant that was obtained for his arrest for one count of aggravated assault with a firearm. May was identified as a driver of a black SUV that was involved in an incident in which he's accused of pointing a firearm at another vehicle that was occupied by several juvenile females. May was booked at the JP uh, Correctional Center and was released after posting a $30,000 bond. Head coach Dennis Allen says they are aware of the incident and cannot comment until further information is made available to him. So that's the latest. If you're just joining us, yes, Marcus May has been arrested. Safety of the New Orleans Saints. That's what the sheriff's office has said. That's where we are with that. That brings a close to our number two, Coach Bear, still here. Yeah, I was here when he was here. Still yeah. He was here I, when I was here. No, I brought up the – because it's like a bank of TVs. We'll talk about it when he gets here because that's where I went to see if I made his baseball team. I'll tell you if I did or not when we come back. So the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. 
It's Gus Gell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. 